Speaking for Pastor Henry Horner and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We continue today with our study of the Sermon on the Mount, moving on to verses 1 through 5 of Matthew chapter 7. In the opening verses of this seventh chapter, Matthew gives us the teaching of Jesus concerning the judgment of others. These verses have really been misunderstood. They don't mean that a child of God is forbidden to judge others, but it does mean that we are not to judge the inward motives of others in the sense of condemning them. We do not know or understand why a brother in Christ does a certain thing. We see only outward acts. God does not forbid judging wrong and evil actions as we will see. The point is that if you are harsh in your judgment of others, you will be known as the type of person who is severe in his consideration of others. You may know people like this. Perhaps someone has said to you, don't pay any attention to what he says. He never has a good word to say. You see, he is being judged by the way he judges. This is what Jesus is saying here in these verses. Now, here are verses 1 through 5 of Matthew chapter 7, and they read, Don't criticize, and then you won't be criticized, for others will treat you as you treat them. And why worry about a speck in the eye of your brother when you have a board in your eye? Should you say, Friend, let me help you get that speck out of your eye when you can't even see because of the board in your own eye? Hypocrite! First, get rid of the board in your eye. Then you can see to help your brother. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Be This matter of harsh judgment is certainly something that we need to be very careful about. Although Jesus made it clear that we are not to sit in harsh judgment upon another, he also said that by their fruits we would know them. The late Dr. Magenley put it in his rather unique fashion. I am no judge, but I am a fruit inspector. And we can really tell whether or not a Christian is producing fruit. 
Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Recently, I observed on television a discussion on the subject of right and wrong. A Christian took the position that some things are clearly wrong. He took the position that there are moral absolutes, that God has decreed in the Bible. They are not options. They are not open for discussion and rejection. There are moral and ethical absolutes. There was a man on the panel who strongly objected and who quoted the words of Jesus from Matthew 7, verse 1, where Jesus is quoted as saying, Judge not lest you be judged. This man was using the words of Jesus to mean that no one should judge another person's actions, motives, attitudes, or views. Each person has the individual right to make his or her own judgments on what is right and wrong, and that no one should judge another. Is this what Jesus meant? Here are Jesus' words in chapter 7, 1 to 5. Do not judge, or you will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take your speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye, you hypocrite? First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck in your brother's eye. That word judge, which Jesus used, has many different uses in the Bible, and the context in which it is used determines its precise meaning. Jesus obviously did not refer to judicial judgment in a court of law. But did he mean that we who seek to respect and follow what is often called the Judeo-Christian ethic must never render even a comment on sin in another person? No. In fact, such judgment is not only permitted or encouraged, but it is demanded by God. Obviously, judging from his words in verse 5 in this context, Jesus does not mean for us to ignore sins in others. He himself spoke of some persons as dogs and pigs, here in verse 6. Furthermore, much of the rest of the Sermon on the Mount, especially the careful moral distinctions, require careful judgment of one another. John the Baptist correctly called his king to account for his immorality. Jesus means that his followers in this kingdom, and including his followers in any time frame, should not exhibit a censorious or judgmental attitude toward those who disagree with us. Paul speaks about such attitudes in Romans 14, 10 to 13. Jesus' words here forbid censoriousness, especially a hypocritical kind of judging, where we judge others when there is blatant sin in us. Jesus does not forbid the legitimate discerning of what is right and wrong. Every Christian must make moral and ethical distinctions. 
Such judging is demanded of us. Critical powers of discernment are to be carefully developed, not suspended. But we are not to usurp God's authority and right to judge because of our own ambition to be like God. Now, this is an important point here. I have discovered that sometimes we Christians justify a censorious attitude by acting for God. Perhaps we honestly want to be like him and therefore feel that we should condemn the sinner. We judge others by usurping his throne authority. The question is, right, who made you God? While we are to distinguish between good and evil as God in the Bible does, and while we are to come to a decision, we are not to condemn another for his action after all. We do not have all the facts as God does. Human history is strewn with a record of misjudgments on the part of us humans, not only because we do not have all the facts as God does, but also because our sinful nature makes coming to the right judgment highly improbable, no matter how hard we try. In the area of morals, man makes blatant misjudgments. When we call moral what God calls immoral, blatant misjudgments are made in the area of ethics too. Cheating and lying is common among people. Many see nothing wrong with it. That's a misjudgment. I say again, man isn't capable of judging like God does. And that is what Jesus is talking about here. I come again to the fifth verse as I close today. Jesus said, You hypocrites, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Jesus is speaking to his disciples. He did not say that one should not point out a fault in another. In fact, just the opposite. You are to help a fellow believer recognize even a small sin, a speck, but only if you are certain about your own life. Like the leaders who wanted to stone the woman taken in adultery, they had huge planks in their own eyes. They were totally unfit to judge even this woman. Had their lives been right, they could have dealt with her according to God's law and according to God's attitude of love and compassion. Tomorrow I'll come to that sixth verse in Matthew chapter 7, where Jesus says, Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under feet and then turn to tear you to pieces. While in the first five verses, Jesus spoke about a censorious, judgmental attitude, here he speaks about careful discrimination. Don't throw holy things to dogs or pigs. Interesting words from the lips of Jesus himself.
News, a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 840H after California 93263 USA.